0: Talking cakes and pies with two Jewish guys, a recipe that works. If you got pastries, take my money please, here on Just Desserts. Like flaky dough, like sugar snow, like Hershey's and the squirts. Colin and Josh, oh my gosh, here on Just Desserts.
1: Welcome to another episode of Just Desserts. This is episode 7 where we went to Itkins, a favorite stomping grounds ice cream parlor in Long Island, close to where Colin grew up. Isn't that right, Colin?
0: (laughs) Yeah, this was a dream come true to go to Itkins, a dessert venue I've been going to since I was a wee child. There's photo evidence of that the infamous Socket to Me Sunday photo, which we'll get into because we had the honor of speaking to one of the owners of Itkins.
2: Hi, I'm Walter Itkin Jr.
1: It was a real privilege to talk to Walt. He was very, very friendly.
2: I think ice cream is like a fine woman, a fine wine and pleasures of life. What, What are we here for, right?
1: We got some really great information about his favorite desserts, what's important about dessert.
2: I can eat ice cream all year long, and I do. (laughs) Us (laughs) <laughs> <Us too. laughs> yeah. So what's your ice cream order, what would you get? I'd say a dish of butter crunch And double chocolate chip with hot fudge I'm not a whipped cream person okay. Yeah, not a whipped cream person Or a strawberry topping on it, I like that too I'm not, But no cream, I don't need whipped cream And Also
1: a little bit about his history How he got into the business that his father started He got a little philosophical with us too Which we really enjoyed
2: Every, I would say everybody has One or two regrets in life Looking back, if I had to do it over again, I would have gone to culinary school. My life would have been completely different than it was now. Would have been better? I don't know. But I love where I am now. I love my children. I love my life, so that's life. You You only get one shot, so. During the interview,
0: you may hear someone making some jokes about Walt in the background. That was Angela, who we also spoke to. She had worked at Itkins for over 15 years since she was 13.
2: The food is amazing. I'm still not over it. <laughs> I eat the ice cream all the time. And I formed a relationship with him uh, and the whole family, and they always thought I was part of their family. And I, and I feel like I am. And I still, to this diet. we talk all the time. I haven't worked here for about three years. so.
0: Are you ever tempted to come back and just pull a shift here?
2: I have. I have a few times. And I tell Walter to tell everyone that Angela's making a guest appearance so they can come in and visit me. <laughs> it's hard to let go, you know? been here for so long and it's easy mm-hmm. and I'm comfortable here I can you know I know the venue I know the community so it's cool
1: we are here recording at a park nearby it can so if you hear some tweety birds some cars you'll know why
0: yeah this is a very special episode in that we loved hearing Walt speak that the majority of this episode will probably be just the history the where the thoughts and ideas come from, Itkins, from the man himself, as opposed to us eating and enjoying it, which we did, but it's one of those, I don't know, maybe it's just the first time we haven't been in a bakery, so we can't break everything down between portions and whatnot.
1: Yeah, because we each had a Sunday and once you get a Sunday you're, you're done. You're good.
0: Yeah, we weren't going to go for a few Sundays each. That would be, <laughs> we chose wisely, I believe.
1: I agree. But let's still go into what we had. I had a brownie sundae, which layer one is a brownie. Layer two is vanilla ice cream. Layer three, hot fudge. Layer four, fresh whipped cream. Layer five was a few walnuts sprinkled on top. Um, The whipped cream is really fresh, no preservatives. They really take pride in their whipped cream.
2: Yeah, it's 40% heavy butter fat. Yeah, so it's really, really good. So everything we use... It's like the most expensive. That's why my father and I always fought because I believe in quality, using the best ingredients I can get.
1: It makes a big difference.
2: I, so I believe yeah. people don't mind paying for something as long as it's good, delicious.
1: It's delicious. It's the lovely.
2: I had a hot fudge sundae with butter
0: crunch, which was a first, as recommended by Walt, and double chocolate chip. And that butter crunch to me was very special. I can't believe, again, all these years, I didn't, never had a brownie sundae. I never had this butter crunch, yet there are two stalwarts of Itkins. And that butter crunch, it's like a butter pecan with chunks in there. That was something special, so special that we both bought some of it to go.
1: Yeah, it was special, and he shared with us what's in that special recipe.
2: We make it. that candy ourselves, and bad. most people don't make that candy with butter. We do. In the ice cream, what we do is just use the, the caramel pieces and we break them up and put it in a vanilla ice cream. ice cream. So it's vanilla ice cream with a little bit of uh, caramel in the I machine, ice. into the ice cream, wow, okay. and then we chop up the pieces of butter crunch yeah. and we put it in, we swirl it in yeah. like yeah. the chip. Huge Good. chunks, Good. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, we hand, ch- it's all hand labor. All right. It's not automated, you know, where everything is precise and everything. I was
0: going to get the marshmallow sundae, which I had the last time I was there, and I felt something was different. It wasn't as thick, the marshmallow, and it just something was off. And
2: I asked Walt about it, and he confirmed there is a reason why. We used to have another brand, but they stopped making it. It was incredible, uh, but okay. uh, but this is called the marshmallow fluff. I'm not a marshmallow person. Yeah,
0: when did that switch happen?
2: The manufacturer, like I said, we use like the best is a company called Virginia Dare in Brooklyn. They make the top of the line extracts, and they used to make a, a powder called instant fluff. You had to boil up some water, some sugar, and then you had to add some marshmallow fluff and some more water and a little vanilla extract. You had to combine them. Whip with the wire, whip smooth, and you just have to put on a blender for like 15 minutes. Like I said, I'm not a marshmallow person, but people used to rave about it, yeah. and they fucking stopped making it, and I was so pissed. Couldn't, can't get it anymore. No demand. How many people actually order the sock Sunday? Oh, not, not often. Not often. Can you count like a hundred or? No, how many have ever yeah. ordered yeah. Since say 35 years of me, I don't know, 50. I mean, I'm not here every night, but our number one seller is vanilla ice cream. And thank God that's the least expensive to make. <laughs> All it is is the vanilla, sugar, and um, the base, you know, the dairy product. Cause we buy a um, ice cream base and then it's up to you to flavor it and sugar it any way you want. And it's a very good product.
1: That was one theme that we got from Walt is the importance of ingredients. That was really important to him is the quality.
0: And it's funny because he mentioned how he's willing to increase the prices in order to uh, accommodate the higher quality ingredients. When when you look at the menu, everything's very affordable there. The burger was 7 bucks with fries.
1: He also talked about limiting the menu or changing the menu and then having a few key dishes that were really prime quality.
2: This menu needs to be revamped. We have Sundays on there. It's just redundant of others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, see, my father and brother believe in big menus. I don't. That menu will be quarter the size of what it is now. Could sell what sells. Like, who owns a Peter Luger and orders chicken or fish? Go to Peter Luger for steak. Right. Come to yeah. Ipkins for burgers. Hot butt Sundays. Some of our German classics that we make pretty damn good. Sour brat and jagged schnitzel. <laughs>
1: So let's talk about our Sundays a little bit. I thought the hot fudge was excellent. It's a few quality ingredients in there and I thought it was delicious. Whipped cream, I thought was really excellent as well. It was fluffy and it also had a rich taste to it that I thought was really great. And the brownie was delicious too. Do you like
0: it? I don't love the consistency because it's a little dry, but the taste is good.
1: But I think a a fudge brownie with ice cream would be too intense. I kinda of like how it's a lighter lighter brownie. Okay. You think you could do like a fudge brownie with ice
0: cream? I would want to, yeah.
1: I've never tried it before. That might be worth an experiment.
0: Very indulgent for sure. The move here is share a meal or get a tiny meal beforehand yeah. because once this ice cream starts there's so much indulgence you're just gonna you're gonna you can't regret. Stop yeah.
1: That's the iconic Sunday cup. Mm-hmm. There's something about having it in the, this metal chalice that holds the gift of life, also known as ice cream. <laughs> you
0: yeah, have these tin cups you got to really scoop out the end, which I like.
1: Yeah. Oh, Now I know why it's the tin cups. It keeps it cold.
0: Simplicity.
1: Wow. That totally makes sense.
0: You started with the hot fudge. My only complaint was not enough. I wanted even more hot fudge on there.
1: The hot fudge in and of itself could be a dessert. It's so flavorful and so simple, but I could tell that a lot of thought went into it, a lot of heart went into it.
2: Is that a family recipe?
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: you know, not too many people know it, but it's basically just like six ingredients, but it's... You have to buy good cocoa, the best cocoa you can buy. You can buy it, but, I mean, you can't buy it at a store, but it's commercial, grated cocoa. It's
0: the thickness for me. That's what does it. It's so...
2: Physical.
0: It's staining the table. It's staining the dish. It's staining our stomachs. A regular napkin is nothing against the power of hot fudge from Itkin's.
1: It sounds like Superman and Kryptonite. The atmosphere of Itkin's was also very warm and welcoming. It kind of had this old school parlorly feel, and that kind of adds to the warmth as you're eating it as well. Yeah, that
0: has not changed for years, and I appreciate that. It's I would just say it's kind of like down and dirty. It's just they, it's a good homey feel. It's not bright, slick or anything like that. It just you sit down in a booth and you feel comfortable right away. Well, knows- it's going to be interesting to see what happens considering The menu and the look of Itkins has not changed for years, but this is now a transitional time because Itkins was sold to another family. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. Are they gonna change the place? The rumors are they wanna add different types of food to the menu, including kind of like a Mexican burritos and tacos and stuff like that. And then also add a whole other store. There's a a storefront next door that's for lease. They wanna add that to it, which, I'm very curious to see how that pans out.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a different feel, I would think, once Walt and his family leave and the transition between families is, is complete because right now, Walt and his brother are still working there as the place switches hands. And we also asked Walt, you know, what are what are his plans now after moving on from Itkins?
2: What's my five-year plan? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I'm taking it day by day. I don't you know? know. I mean, I love it. I, I bitch and moan about it. Then I'm burnt out. But it's, you know, now that somebody has bought us out, it's less headaches. My life's much simpler. And life's too short, I'm 56. I've been doing this full-time for 35 years. How long has it been in Open? 1967. After World War II, the country was decimated, like my father, a lot of the Germans came over here to start a new life. They started a business which are called Confectioners, where they serve food, ice cream, and chocolates. It's a dying business, there's not a handful left. Yeah. it's a lot of work they have a better life now over in germany my fa- my parents were never really around they was working the
0: whole tone of this episode at least from recording it i don't know if it's like somber or just nostalgic it's for me personally i've been going aching for years so it's it's kind of sad in a way to see that it's changing hands and not knowing what it's going to be like in the future so i really am glad we went out here because who knows if we'll have this opportunity again to enjoy a meal like that.
1: Yeah, totally. Once the Itkins family moves on, you know, things can change and you don't know what what's gonna remain.
0: Who knows if they'll even keep the name Itkins at that rate.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: If they wanna go for rebranding, they might make it Whitkins.
1: I'm not going to Whitkins. <laughs> <laughs> like Colin was saying, it's it has this nostalgic feel, maybe a little sadness, you know knowing that it's not going to be there in its current form. But at the same time, as cheesy as it sounds, you could taste the love in the ice cream, the love in the desserts. The waiter that that gave us our ice cream, and he's been working there for many years as well. And you know, they're a part of the family. Angela said it's like a family. And you could really feel that when it's brought to you.
0: I wish I brought a box of tissues, because the tears, they haven't stopped yet.
1: It makes the ice cream taste better. Walt also said that he wasn't so great in school.
2: Never liked school. Always in trouble. Principal's office, detention, summer school. I went to a a two-year degree for college, but I just barely got out of that. I was never much of a student. I'm a worker. If I was a bee, I'd be a working bee.
1: He's a worker, but he's an artist as well because it takes art to create something that's so simple and yet so delicious. There's more to art than how it looks. Simple is beautiful.
0: That's very well put. I'm moved.
1: You have more tears from college. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for us to say goodbye right now because it's going to be saying goodbye to Itkins
0: and we
1: we don't really want to do that right now.
0: That's right. And it's such a beautiful setting too at Valley Stream Park. It's just the sun setting on both this episode and on an era of Itkins. Here at Just Desserts, we'd like to thank you for listening to this very special episode. We hope you were moved as much as we were.
1: Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you, Walt and everyone at the Itkins family for all the years of providing delicious, delicious food. And also, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. We really appreciated it.
0: One person we don't want to thank is the air traffic controller of JFK. (laughs) Although, I should blame myself for suggesting to be outside while recording this episode.
1: Well, the, the air traffic controller is vegan and doesn't eat desserts, gluten-free. And they're like, oh, Colin and Josh recording over there. Redirects all flights <laughs> over the Park and Valley Stream.
0: All he's into is dill.
1: Oh, please, Colin. Don't even mention dill. I'm a big deal. <laughs> you can also find us on Instagram at just desserts Podcasts. We will be sharing photography from this episode. Also remember, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, please send it to Podcast at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you. Signing off from Valley Stream, Uh, Aircraft B19er, can you please redirect? Oh, there's a bee behind you. Oh, yeah? Is it on me? It wants the hot fudge. (laughs) There's hot fudge on your back. I did dip
0: myself in it.